Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined once again with Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. So we are going to be following up on an article you wrote about cleaning differences, and mm -hmm. it was a letter we received from a husband who, and I think this is one of those where a lot of people are going to be able to relate to, uh, the, they were having a party, the wife asked for some help to clean up the house, um, he did, but it, he didn't do a good job cleaning, mm -hmm. and so um, that kind of sparked a little bit of a dispute. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we as a society have come a long way and, and men pitch in more and do more housework and women are in the workforce and doing just as much as men. So why is it that even today, for the most part, do you think that women still tend to do the majority of the housework? You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but we do. Um, I was just at a conference and um, not that that was the topic of the conference, but that issue came up. And it's just that, I guess, you know, the roles are still, even though so many women are out in the workforce, that women are the caretakers. And part of that is that they take care of the house. Um, and as you said, a lot of men are contributing more, but that still seems to be more so the, the women that are, are given that chore. Yeah. Uh, now, within your article, you bring up that men and women are wired differently, and this is mm -hmm. something we've discussed in the past, and uh, that the husband in this case may not see what his wife sees, meaning that the house still isn't clean. Right. Uh, now, saying that, are are we letting the husband off the hook easy here, or should he, shouldn't he know what's clean and acceptable at this point in his life? Well, I, I think we're letting the husbands off easily in this way that when the husband, let's say, doesn't live up to her standards or doesn't do it in the way she would like, and then she says to herself, oh, I'll just do it myself. Well, if she just does it herself, he says, well, fine, if she's going to do it, I'll let her do it. You know, I don't have to be a martyr. Mm -hmm. And so she just continues to do it, and, and then that just continues that cycle where she just continues to do it. So in that way, I think that she's letting him off the hook. Um, and, you know, she's really making it much more difficult for herself. Mm -hmm. I do think that we tend to think that men are not as capable in certain ways, and we just think it's easier if we do it by ourselves, and, and we burden ourselves that way. Yeah, and that's something we've talked about in the past, too, about uh, the wife taking the role as the martyr mm -hmm. and, um, you know, having to deal with that issue, which is mm -hmm. I think, a separate issue. Uh, now, I know a lot of men out there um, are more than happy to help out with the housework, doing laundry, dishes, basically you name it. And in a lot of the, these cases, um, this is just more of an issue of two people from different backgrounds coming mm -hmm. together to complete a task with different expectations. Um, this is one of those nobody's right situations. Right. Um, it, and it seems to be just really a clash of different personalities. Um it, now, is this a situation of picking and choosing the battles that are important? So for maybe the husband, it's like, listen, I'll just, I'll just clean it how she wants and not try to, try to fight for my, my dirty habits? <laughs> well, 
you know, you could, you certainly could look at it that way and, you know, say this is not worth getting upset over. The other thing is that I think that people keep forgetting that point that you just raised, that you're raised in different backgrounds, you're going to look at things differently, and instead of getting, this is the women now, getting all upset and bothered that somehow that gets interpreted as, I don't mean a lot to you, um, you don't care about me, I don't matter, um, and just seeing that it's done differently um, and accepting that it's that, then there wouldn't be a battle. Um, now, if she doesn't like it, you know, there's ways of asking for it to be done differently, but it doesn't have to be a battle. You know, I remember, if I if I can tell a little quick anecdote, Absolutely. Steve, there was <clears throat> a period in my life where I had a back injury and I had to uh, be laid up in bed for three and a half months. And my husband came to me and he said, look, he said, you know, you can't do anything and I'll be glad to do whatever I can to help you, but it's going to be my way. It's not necessarily going to be your way. And if you can live with that, then, you know, we're going to get through this with a lot more ease. And that was a little difficult for me to give up, you know, the way yeah. I do things. But I learned to do it. And it went a lot more smoothly than it would have if I was going to be complaining about everything all the time. Yeah, I have to ask, did um, once you got better, were his cleaning habits still acceptable to you? <clears throat> That's a good question. Um, I really don't remember. I just remember that that period went much more smoothly, and it was it was uncomfortable for me initially. Yeah. But um, I realized that you know that was really the only way to go go ahead with it. Mm -hmm. uh, Karen, we're going to take this time to um, take a quick pause and okay. listen to uh, and and help out with one of the reader submitted questions. Okie doke. And here we are with this week's reader submitted question. And this comes from Casey. And Casey says, whenever I ask my husband to do something like please fold the laundry or don't barbecue too close to the house, he accuses me of nagging. How else do I pose a request without him feeling like I'm constantly nagging him? Mm. Okay, I've got a whole bunch of suggestions. <laughs> okay. Um, one of the little tricks that I use and I find helps is, number one, Casey, if you would approach him and say, at the risk of being naggy, because um, I really don't mean to nag you, and then that way you put a little bit of a spin on it or you use some humor or you're at least letting him know that that's the way he feels about it, and that might help. Mm -hmm. The other thing is that... Um, you know, you're talking about uh, barbecuing too close to the house. Now, I'm not saying, but that's an example. If there's something that he's doing that you're really, really not comfortable with, if you happen to read an article that has to do with the topic that is similar to yours, a good technique with guys is to show them that article and say, hey, I just read this article. You know, what do you think of it? And then that way they read the article and they get the message that way. Um, the other thing is, rather than nag, uh, just directly ask. And one of the differences between men and women is you've got to be specific in your, uh, your request. So if you would say something like, um, it would really help me out if you would fold the laundry sometime this weekend, 
or sometime later today and then leave it alone, uh, guys will respond to that much better. Okay. So good luck, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, um, and, and if the magazine doesn't work, you can always have them listen to the podcast. I'm sorry. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Oh, luck. by the way, wait, wait, wait. Let me say oh, one more thing. Yeah. When he, it's really, really important that when he does do something, even if it's not exactly the way you want it to be, but it's at least a little bit the way you want it to be, make sure that you appreciate it mm. because you will get a lot more um, of the kinds of things you'd like if you're appreciative than if you're just always saying what's wrong. Mm, that's a, that's that, a good point. Yeah. Okay, Casey. Well, good luck. And we're back. And so we were just discussing um, men and women and the different clean habits and, and responding to a, an article that uh, Dr. Karen Sherman wrote. And it was in response to a husband saying that he, or I'm sorry, it was a wife who was complaining that her husband, you know, promises to clean and doesn't. And then when he does, it's just not really a good job. And uh, Karen, your article talks about the power of negative feedback. And mm -hmm. in your article, you give a five to one ratio example of yep. five positive comments. Um, and when you throw one negative in there, that basically wipes out any positive comments that the person mm -hmm. may have heard. Now, do you think cutting deals with your spouse, like I'll clean the house if you take care of the front and backyards, is a healthy compromise opposed to having a, a negative conversation since they are so powerful? Um, I think it's a wonderful suggestion. I don't know that I'd necessarily call it cutting, cutting a deal, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I do think that that's a great idea. Um, I think just about anything other than a negative conversation is a good idea. Um, and remember also, and I think we've talked about this before, that a relationship is really about reciprocity, not equality. Mm -hmm. So as long as each person in the relationship feels that they're being given to, um, it doesn't have to be in equal amounts, like I did three hours of this, so you've got to do three hours of that. Uh, but, yeah, I think that that, that could certainly be a, a great way to to resolve this issue. Yeah, and I, I really like that um, that point of reciprocity as opposed to equality, because I think that's a point that, you know, a lot of people just assume that everything should be 50-50 right down the middle. Mm -hmm. It isn't so much about that in the end. So I, I really I really appreciate that point, and I guess going on um, when you're in marriage, it's sometimes also difficult to enforce consequences. Mm -hmm. And I guess what are some of the consequences that can be enforced uh, for a husband who refuses to help out or do a decent job when asked, and is something that he's agreed to? What can a what can a wife do in that situation? Well, again, I'm having a little trouble with the concept of enforcing, and I think that generally when um, women aren't happy, that, that gets displayed in lots of different ways, whether it be facially or their tone or withdrawing or sexually. And I'm going to say something now that probably a lot of the women listeners are going to be shocked to hear and not really believe, but... I will tell you that I know this from my many, many, many years in practice. I will tell you that I know this from hearing it at conferences all the time. But the thing that makes most men happy in their marriages is knowing that they pleased their wives. 
So um, guys need directions. They need specific directions. It's always better to give the direction that you want up front because if it gets lost in the verbiage, they never hear it. And if and they're more than willing to make their wife happy and do whatever she wants as long as they understand what it is she wants. So um, if if they're not doing something and she's unhappy, I think that alone um, is what's going to make them miserable. Okay. Well, Karen, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. So thank you very much again, once, uh, once again, for your time. And everybody else out there, you can be sure to get more from Dr. Karen at drkarensherman.com, also at choicerelationships.com. And Karen, you have a new book out, correct? I do. I do. It's called Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Um, it's a self-help book that allows people to get past their past and actually have the freedom to live a life that they desire. And where might they be able to find and purchase your book? Um, they can come to my site or they can go to Amazon or Borders or Barnes & Noble. Um, on my site, they have a guarantee with it as well. And I think you were kind enough, Steve, to uh, put it, one of the chapters up on uh, the Hitch Mag site so they get a little bit of a taste of what the book is like. Yeah, yeah, we have the we have the uh, chapter up on our site, and you can find that um, just by going to Dr. Karen Sherman's page, and then also at the end of the article, we include a little thumbnail of the book, and that will I think goes to your site where you can purchase it, so you can find it that way as well. And uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, I wanted to plug also the social network Married Life, so if you haven't visited that yet, please do so. Um, it's slowly gaining steam here, so I just want to make sure that everybody's part of the conversation. And uh, thank you so much for your time, Karen. I really appreciate it. And we'll Always a pleasure. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Bye now. Bye-bye. Hitched. Entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.